welcome you to podcast number 210 of Quality Christian Living. I am your host, David Friend. Today we have a wonderful opportunity to get into the area of business. We have a series we've been working on in business, and I'm going to try and lay down a foundation for you, a foundation of faith and prayer in our business, and show you how when we establish that, that we get the attention of God. Today we're going to use scriptures, we're going to use examples of what God has done in businesses and how God has helped people in that area. A lot of folks don't think that maybe God cares much about business, but he really does. He's got numerous scriptures, examples of people who are in business. Remember, Jesus's father had a business. He was a carpenter. Then Jesus became a carpenter. And then Peter had a fishing company. And we see the examples of business throughout the word of God. So I believe this is going to be a very special foundational podcast today. So I pray that you would call your friends, call your neighbors, let them know that if they want to have a business, they need to build it with faith and trust in God. So let's pray now and ask the Holy Spirit to take charge of this podcast today. Father, thank you again for who you are, for what you've done in our lives, and for providing me an opportunity in this podcast to teach on a topic, Lord, that I have been involved with so many years, and that you have been so helpful in giving me all the guidance and direction. I pray now that you would bless it and anoint it, and I invite the Holy Spirit to come in and do what only he can do, that he would bless it in a way that it would make a huge difference in people's lives, that in this podcast today, people would build a wonderful foundation of faith and trust and see what that will accomplish. If we accomplish that, I know, Lord, they'll be blessed. Thank you for once again for bringing us all together, and I pray your blessing will be upon all those listening in today, and we'll be careful to give you the praise for it. In Jesus' name, amen. I believe this journey today is so crucial to have a successful business, and in this podcast, we will be basing it on several scriptures, I believe, that will help us in our business and the decisions that we make and various activities will take place in our business. Some are not aware of how much God's Word addresses business. It really, it talks about how to start a business and what we need to do in order to have a successful business. One of the best ways to find help for our business is found in Proverbs chapter 3 and verse number 5. Now, this is a scripture that we'll use from various podcasts from time to time, but it applies to so much of our life. And this is a great example of trust and faith in God. So let me read that to you. It's found in Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 and 6 in the New Living Translation. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek his will in all you do, and he will show you which path to take. You see, just in those two verses alone, we see trust is vital. Not to depend on our own understanding, that's crucial, and that seek his will in all that we do, and he will show us which path to take. He's going to guide and direct us. If we allow the Holy Spirit to speak to us, if we get out of our own understanding, if we move away from our plan, our ideas, and our thoughts, I'm going to show you later in this podcast how the Lord has scriptures that help us understand how to walk in his ways and how to receive his wisdom and his knowledge and his understanding. Now, that's a lot to accomplish in one podcast, but I believe we can do it because the Holy Spirit's with us and because we're using the word of God as foundational teaching in everything that we do here. In Proverbs chapter 3 and verse 5, when you read that, it applies to so many areas of our life, but today I want to talk about it in relationship to business. If we can learn how to trust God above what we think or know, and if we can learn how to have faith that God is the one that's going to take us through these things, there isn't any way or anything that can stop us from having a successful, prosperous business. Now, almost everyone of us will need to find a job and earn money to pay our bills. I mean, that's just the way life is. 
Fortunately, this podcast will cover more than just having a job. Now, nothing wrong with having a job. My dad worked for 45 years with Goodrich Tire and Rubber back in Ohio and then Goodyear Aerospace out here in Phoenix, Arizona. But even with all those years of working in these companies, working for someone else, on the side, he had a little business, a little fiberglass business that made motorcycle parts. He tried to make that happen. So he had a desire to have a little business. I think a lot of folks may work for a company and may have a job with someone else and that's just fine. But many of those same people are thinking about, should I have a business? Could I have a business? Would I be successful at it? How can I have it? If you'll stay with me on all these podcasts, Dealing with Business, we'll be covering all those questions and helping you get a better understanding of business and how God wants us to prosper in whatever that we do. This podcast is going to take the next step beyond having a job and having our own business. We're looking at business ownership. You know, it doesn't matter if you work for someone else or you have your own business. It's hard work and hard work is crucial to having anything successful. A lot of people think when they get a business that they won't have to work as hard and they won't have as many problems paying their bills and all that kind of stuff. Well, that's just not true. As a matter of fact, most people work longer hours in their business than when they worked for someone else. I know a lot of people who work 40 hours a week for somebody else, but they have their own business and they'll work 60 or 70 hours a week. You see, the people I know who own a business understood the long hours and hard work. They're willing to work longer hours to own their business to have something they feel that's theirs. Now, one of my goals in these podcasts on business is to help people understand they don't always have to work harder, that some days there will will be days that will come that they'll learn how to work smarter rather than harder. Now, in an upcoming podcast, we'll be addressing that and we'll look at how we can become smarter in the way that we work instead of just working ourselves into an early grave because we need to have patience and understanding and we need to rely on God. We need to get good, solid people around us and it's a whole process of learning how to work smarter and that'll come in future podcasts. I'm also going to be addressing in a future podcast how and when and how is it possible for us to go from being an employee to being an owner of a business. So you can tell there's a lot of things coming up and I want to be careful I don't put too many topics in this podcast because it'll take away from the primary goal which is just to have faith and trust in God in order to have a good successful business. Now in this podcast we will look at how faith and trust are mandatory to have a business blessed by the Lord. The first scripture that I want to read is found in 1 Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 31. And this is, a, once again, a foundational scripture that helps us understand how to have faith and trust in God. Listen to this. And it says in the New Living Translation, 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 31, So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. You see, if our business isn't going to bless the kingdom of God, then I think God is going to pull away and not bless it the way that we think that he should. And we need to understand that this scripture tells us whatever we're doing, we've got to do it to honor God. And the only way we can do that is to have faith and trust in our God that what we're doing, he will bless and it'll be something that we're doing in his will. Now let's look at faith in business, just simply the word faith in business. We're going to turn to Hebrews chapter 11, verses one and two. This is in the New Living Translation. Faith is the confidence that what we hope for will actually happen. Now put that, apply it to your business. We're having faith that 
and confidence. We're actually believing that God's going to make it happen, that we can have a business. So faith is the confidence that what we hope for, which could be our business, to be a successful business, will actually happen. It's going to come to pass. It gives us assurance about things we cannot see. It's the assurance, that's what faith does, that it's going to happen. It's going to, it's going to be there. It's going to be something that's going to happen in our life. So once we understand that, then we'll understand that, that faith and trust is crucial to have a, a successful business. Verse 2, it says, through their faith, the people in days of old earned a good reputation. Now, that's important to put along with faith, and that is that the work that we're going to do, we want to have a good reputation. If we provide a service, we want people to like our service and charge them a fair price, and both sides will win in that situation. If we have a something that we're selling someone, we want to have a product that's good and reliable and will build a good reputation. These are all things, faith and trust in God and confidence in God and assurance that things are going to happen and, and doing a good business and having a good reputation are all crucial to putting together a business that God can bless. You see that faith is required every day in everything that we do, but it's crucial to business also. Faith is life and hope and all those things, but faith is something we must have in order to have a business. Because if we don't have faith in business, we're doing it on our own. We're doing it on our own understanding. And remember in Proverbs chapter 3 and verse 5, it says, don't do things on your understanding. And it also went on to say, don't do things based on only your wisdom. So we've got to have faith, trust God that he's going to bless our business. Now, business requires trust also in something greater than us and our ability. So let's look in the book of Isaiah chapter 55 and just see how God looks at things. You see, God always looks at things maybe a little differently than what we look at them. So we want our heart and our mind to tie into how God looks at things. That's how we should look at things. So this is a wonderful scripture, one of my absolute favorites. And like I've said before, I probably have a thousand scriptures that are my favorites. Well, they are. And here's Isaiah chapter 55 talking about how God thinks of things. He says in verse 8 in the New Living Translation, My thoughts are nothing like your thoughts, and my ways are far beyond anything you could imagine. Listen to this. For just as the heavens are higher than the earth, so my ways are higher than your ways, and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. Now, how can we have a successful business if we're relying only on our thoughts? Especially when we serve a God whose thoughts are nothing like ours, and his ways are far greater than anything we can imagine. And he says that the even though the heavens are higher than the earth, my ways are higher than yours, and my thoughts higher than yours. So how can we possibly have a successful business if we don't rely on God's thoughts? And how do we get God's thoughts? How do we get God's ways? Will we get in the word of God and we find all the instructions and I'm going to give you several more scriptures today and that gives us help in understanding how we should plan our business. We should also meet with good Christian business owners, get to know them and see if they'll mentor us a little bit in our business. We should also go to church and attend the services regularly and be a part of church services. Those are all the ways that we learn God's thoughts and God's ways because I want my business to reflect God's thoughts and not just mine and God's ways and not just mine. So that's a very valuable scripture that tells us how to have trust. Now, it's interesting. We're talking about faith and trust. And when you think about it, faith in business is really trust. And then on the other hand, trust in business is really faith. And so they go together, they support each other, and that's what we need to have a business that's led by the Spirit of God. Now, here are several scriptures, I believe, that will help us stay focused in our business. They are all require faith and they all require trust in God. The first one we're going to read is found in, in I've got, I think, seven points I want to make here and we got plenty of time to do that. 2 Timothy chapter 1 
1 in verse 7 in the New Living Translation says this, For God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power and of love and of self-control. Another translation says, in a sound mind instead of self-control. The reason I use that in step one is how God is going to help us have faith and trust is that we can't approach this thing in fear. We need to avoid fear in anything and everything that we do. We should fear not because God is with us. We should fear not in business because God is our source. We should fear not in business because God is our hope and our plan for our future. And if we believe that and we understand that God hasn't given us a spirit of fear, then if God hasn't given us that, then who has? We know that the devil himself is the one who brings fear into our life. He wants to come at us and attack us and bring fear and distrust in God into our life. But God says that he's not given us that spirit of of fear, but he's given us a a spirit of power and of love and of a sound mind. So therefore, when we're in business and fear enters in, we need to pray and rebuke the devourer, rebuke the devil himself, because he's the one that brings that fear and that timidity that we have in business. And God wants to replace it with power and love and a sound mind. So in order to be successful in business, we need to what? Trust God and have faith in God. And we need to rely upon the fact that any fear that comes after us, it's not from him. And we know that God wants to give us a spirit of power in our life. Now, number two, to have faith and trust in God. We need one of the great principles we read about in the Word of God. It's referred to as the the golden rule. And it would be step two that I have in here to order, order to have a business with faith and trust. And that's found in Luke chapter 6, verse 31 in the New Living Translation. Very simple scripture. You've probably heard it many, many times. These are the words of Jesus. He says this, do to others as you would like them to do to you. Now that's simple. That's step number two in having faith and trusting God. It's very simple. It's the golden rule. It's basically treat other people the way you'd like to be treated. If you want to be treated with respect, then give respect to other people. If you want to be treated with love, then give love to other people. So do to others as we would like for them to do to us. And in business, that's such a crucial point. And I'll be talking a little bit more about that in just a, in a couple of these, these pointers. But that's step number two in having a business built on faith and trust. Number three, avoid greed. Wow. When I say that, the reason I say wow is because when I say the word greed in business, I have seen so many people in my life who start off a business really well. And then all of a sudden they start getting greedy. They're making a fair profit. They're charging a fair price for something. I was a home builder and I wanted to build a good product. I wanted to build a product that I'd be happy to say I built that and they'd be happy to say they own that and they bought it from me. And so I put good quality product in them. I charged what I thought was a fair price. I wasn't making as much money profit-wise on each house as maybe other guys were, but that wasn't as important to me as putting together a fair product, well-priced, and one they'd be pleased to live in and I'd be pleased to look at. Matter of fact, to this day, and I built those homes 35, 40 years ago, many of them, and to this day, I drive through neighborhoods sometimes and I see homes that I built and I just have, I just look at them. I say, boy, that just looks like a solid house because I know that it is because I didn't want greed to enter into my heart. So I would make something that would fall apart on someone who bought it from me. Now, don't misunderstand me. I said to avoid greed, but there's nothing wrong with making a profit in a business. If you don't make a profit, you're not going to have a business very long, but it should be a fair profit at a fair price. In Luke chapter 12 and verse 15, the New Living Translation, Jesus said these words, Beware, guard against every kind of greed. Life is not measured by how much you own. 
That That's such a vital point in business to avoid greed. I could give you stories. I don't have time for it in these podcasts. Stories of businessmen that I knew as a banker and as a pastor who were very greedy. They didn't start out that way, but they became very greedy in their business transactions. And some of them, they wanted to make so much money and a certain amount of money and they wouldn't sell a product and they wound up getting into trouble financially. They wound up having problems at home with their wife and their family and they lived a very, very difficult life. So, so remember step number three in how to have a successful business with faith and trust in God is to avoid greed. Number four, we will reap what we sow in business. I'm going to read 2 Corinthians chapter 9 and verse 6 and see if I can't drive this point home a little better. I'm reading this out of the New Living Translation. Paul wrote these words to the church in Corinth in 2 Corinthians chapter 9 and verse 6, New Living Translation. And we're talking about what we sow, we reap. Remember this, it says, a farmer who plants only a few seeds will get a small crop, but the one who plants generously will get a generous crop. So if we plant a little bit of faith in our business, then we won't get much out of it. There won't be much to harvest. If we plant a little bit of trust in our business, trust in God, that is, then we will not have a lot of trust in our business. We will not be successful with sowing little faith and little trust in God. What I said at the beginning, number four was, we will reap what we sow. If we sow a lot of faith, we'll reap a lot of faith. So let's move on now to number five. A good business must understand that when transacting a business deal, it should be good for both the buyer and the seller. Now I'm writing a book dealing with that. It's entitled The Art of the Fair Deal. Writing my book is taking me a little longer than usual because of all these podcasts that I'm doing, but I'm going to be completing that maybe in the next few months and hopefully I can get that out there to explain to people the premise of being fair with people in business. Once again, I'm reading in Philippians chapter 2, verses 3 and 4 in the New Living Translation. Paul's talking to the church in Philippi, and he's trying to give them an understanding of how he can have the right attitude that Christ had towards people. And I believe this applies to our business. It says here, don't be selfish. That's verse 3. Don't try to impress others. Be humble, thinking of others as better than yourself. Verse 4. Don't look only for your own interest, but take an interest in others too. Now, that applies so much in business. It's so crucial that we understand that point number five here has to deal with having a good business. And the way we can have a good business is that we're fair with everyone. We, matter of fact, look at other people as being more important than we are. That when we have a transaction in business, both sides should win. Both sides should be successful. That means that that if I buy plumbing services from a plumber, then he should price it fair and I should get a good product and that he should be happy and content with that and he should treat me fair as the scripture says. It says, don't be selfish. Don't try to impress others. Be humble, thinking of others as better than yourself and don't look out only for your own interests. So take in other people's interests, it says also. So it's so crucial in your business. If you're providing some kind of a service or selling a product or whatever it might be, make sure that it's something that's good for them, that's right for them. If it's not, it's going to be hard for God to be able to bless you if you're not going to do something in business that's a blessing to other people. And in order to do that, you've got to have faith and trust in God or otherwise you might want to take advantage of people and just to get a product out there. And we can't do that. That is not the kind of business that God will bless. All right, let's move on to item number six in our steps to have a business based upon faith and trust in God. Build a business plan. All right, now I've talked a lot about plans in the past and I'm not going to get into that right now, but we need to get help from other people and get input from them in order to build a good business plan. 
The plan must direct every step in business and must be subject to change. Must be the fact that just because you have a plan doesn't mean that you might not need to modify it sometimes. But a lot of people go into business, they don't have a plan. They might have a product or they might have an idea and say, well, I'm going to sell batteries. And so you got a plan in the fact that you want to sell batteries, but you don't have a business plan on how you're going to do it, what it's going to cost, the kind of help that you're going to need, the kind of product that you have. Is the battery that you're selling someone else going to be beneficial to them? So we've got to have a business plan and not just an idea or a thought. The plan must direct every step that you're going to take. And But understand, when you take certain steps, there are going to be challenges in business. One thing that we're going to experience in business, and that is change. Your battery product may, may change. If you're selling real estate, the market might change. The, the market we work in changes, and that affect many types of businesses. I know as a home builder, when interest rates went up, it was harder to sell homes. I know as a home builder, when prices went up and inflation went up, the cost of my product had to go up in order to be able to afford to build that property and still make a profit. Our goals may change, but our plan must not. Our plan in business must be solid, and you can only have faith and trust in God to have a good plan. But our goals may change. My goal was to sell so many houses or build so many houses a year. But it changed from year to year based upon interest rates, based upon inflation, the cost of product, the the lumber that I put in there, and the concrete that we poured and all those things. And we had to modify and change them from time to time. And that means our goals had to change. Maybe I couldn't build 10 homes in one year. Maybe I couldn't build six. And I had to change to adjust to it and adjust my plan. But we, we need to understand that all of these things that take place having a plan, having goals, expecting change, dealing with change, dealing with the market, all require trust and faith in God. We serve a God now who never changes. And he never changes in his way that he wants to bless us and help us. That's wonderful. So it doesn't matter if everything else is falling off around you. God never changes. And his plan to bless us and prosperous is still going to be there whether the market changes whether the product changes whether our business plan changes he'll be there so learn to trust and have faith in him and then finally the last step in my training here on how to have a business with faith and trust in god is number seven don't overdo it in business that means don't overwork it means that our life must be in balance with our business and our home life, and our children, and our church life, and all these things. Let me give an example of what I mean by imbalance. If you're married, put the marriage in a higher place than the business. If you have children, then put the children in a higher place in your life than the business. And if, and your church should certainly be in a higher position than the business that you own. When I would teach people in business about keeping things in proper order and keeping the priorities set correctly, I would warn them not to let their business take charge and take over and take control of them. Many times a man or a woman would have a business and it start to prosper. And the next thing you know, they weren't going to church and they weren't spending time with their family, their spouse, and they just lost control of everything and they were overdoing it. And they did it because they thought, well, this is the opportunity. This is the time I'm going to make my money. You know, I had a little policy in my business and please forgive me if I'm using myself to point out an example, but it's something that worked for us and it's something I taught people. In business, I would work 12 hours a day. That means six to six. I got up at six, but I was home at six. And our business many times was in a office that I had built in another portion of our home that was away from our home activities. But at six o'clock, I would shut the door, close the door and walk to be with my family. If the phone rang, I got it the next day. If someone came to the door and wanted to do business or talk about business, I told him, nope, I'm now with my family. I'm not going to do that. On Sundays, we never did business. We just, just we knew that was God's day and there was no way in the 
world that I was going to interfere with going to church and being with my family and going to the house of God and hearing the word of God being preached. That had to be the number one priority in my life that day. I can remember on a couple of occasions, we would have a house for sale and a realtor would come over to my home and they knew not to do that, but they would. And they want to present me an offer on a house that I had. And I'd tell them, well, I can't look at it and read it today because it's Sunday and it's God's day. It's the day I'm going to spend with my family and at the church. And they would get so upset with me and they say, well, you don't understand. You've got to and transact this business now. You've got to do it now. You have an offer here. And I'd say, look, if God wants me to sell that house to those people, then I will do it tomorrow morning. And if they don't want to buy the house because I'm putting God first in my life, then maybe they should go find somebody else to buy a home from. Now, that was hard to do because there were times when I really needed a sale. There were times when we really needed a house to be sold, but we stayed consistent with that because I knew that God would bless that. And quite frankly, I never had a contract fall out because people wouldn't wouldn't understand that I couldn't do business on a Sunday. I would call those people on a Monday, and it happened a number of times. I would then call those people on Monday and say, I'm sorry, I didn't call you, but yesterday I was with my family and at church, and that's I have to keep that first in my life. And I'd then I'd talk to them about the home. And quite frankly, no one ever got upset with me or no deal ever fell through just because of the fact that we wanted to keep God first and keep our priorities in order. So number seven has to be that don't overdo it in business, set your priorities, and always keep God first in everything. Let me read a scripture found in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 25. Now this has everything to do with church attendance and keeping priorities proper. Hebrews 10, 25, found the New Living Translation, and let us not neglect our meeting together as some people do, but encourage one another, especially now that the day of, the, of his return is drawing near. What that was referring to was Christians need to spend time with each other. We must not let our business control our attendance with people in church and going to the house of God and having fellowship with other believers. So I think I've kind of wrapped up all seven of the topics I wanted to cover in today's podcast. Just a very, very quick review of that, if you don't mind. Number one was to avoid fear. Number two was to obey by the golden rule, treat others as you want others to treat you. Number three was to avoid greed. Four had to do with we reap what we sow. Five had to do with a good business must understand that all transactions must be fair between all parties. Number six, have a business plan and remember that God's the same, but change is kind of routine here in business. And number seven, don't overdo it and keep things in proper perspective in your business. So with that, I hope that you've been blessed in this. I hope that you received something from this teaching today in your endeavor to either start a business or or increase your business. So let me pray for you. Father, thank you for these people who've listened in. I thank you for the opportunity I've had to bring it. And I pray blessing would be upon them that you would bless them in all things. And I thank you, Lord, for once again, their desire to draw closer to you, Father, so that their business will be blessed. And I ask a blessing upon their business or their endeavor to, to set one up to accomplish one. I'll give you praise in advance for it. And thank you for it now. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I want you to remember now, folks, that every business needs faith and trust in God to receive his blessings. So that's the primary focus we had on today's podcast. Now, our next podcast are going to get into some other topics. I think they'll be beneficial to you. One is entitled, How an Employee Can Become an Owner. And so some of you are working for somebody else and you think you'd like to have a business just like this or maybe have your own business, maybe with some other type of product or endeavor. But how can you go from employee to owner? And I'm going to address that and try and give you several steps to help you accomplish that. The next uh, podcast after that will probably be something like, how do we succeed over weapons formed against us? Now, you know, the Bible says that no weapons against us or formed against us shall succeed. 
succeed. So we're going to talk about that and how it applies to business. And I believe it'll be something that'll give you some hope as you face some of the trials that you'll face in either the business that you have or the one that you're seeking to start up. So once again, I pray that this has been a blessing to you. If you'd like to know more about the teachings that we have on quality Christian living, you can go to my webpage at davidcfriendauthor.com. And when you pull that webpage up, you'll see a link there to the 210 now podcasts that we've done. And I pray that they'll be a blessing to you. You can look at many topics. We've covered so many different types of topics in that. We've talked about faith. We've talked about the gifts of the Spirit. We've talked about prosperity, how to get out of debt, what it means to have spiritual prosperity over financial prosperity, and just a plethora of topics that I think will be a blessing to you. And they're sitting there for you to take advantage of at any time that you'd like. In addition to that, if you'd like to know more about the books that I've written on that webpage, I have the books I've written listed. One deals with enjoy what it's like to be debt free. The other one has to do with generosity and how it can bless us. And the other has to do, others have to do with faith and issues dealing with even issues on with veterans. So there's a number of topics we've discussed and that we've written about and they're on that website also if you'd like to do that. In addition to that, if you'd like to subscribe to my podcast, you can do that by going to cpnshows.com or wherever you listen to your podcast. So this ends today's podcast. So I'm going to close it with a statement that I use at the end of every podcast and I want to pray that it'll be a blessing to you. Now may the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you. May he be gracious to you and give you peace. May you prosper and be in good health even as your soul prospers. So until next time, may God richly bless you. And I ask that you would maybe call your friends or your relatives, people that you think who would be blessed by this teaching on business, call them and invite them to tune in to our upcoming podcast. Thank you once again for tuning in. May God richly bless you.